All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. And I am Von Dark. All right, I think I'll go first this week. Um, So my first one is, it has the headline, I don't think I'll ever have a healthy sex life. Um, So it starts, I don't know if I'm gay or straight. My first and only girlfriend pushed me further than I wanted to go and ended up pregnant only to miscarry. I have fantasies about ending up in prison and being raped by all the inmates, but I don't really think that I would even enjoy sex with a man, and I've always wanted a wife and kids. I'm actually moderately attractive, and I keep myself well-groomed, but my personality is too childlike that I can't attract anyone. I don't know if I'm actually gay or bi, or if I just gave up on finding a woman. Also, vaginas look kind of scary to me, but- <laughs> Uh, Sorry. There's supposed to be, it's like a five-letter word begin with B, or just so I'll presume it's butts, but butts are just fantastic. So what do you hmm. think? What do you make of that? Okay, so like first of all, I know a lot. I have like I have a lot of gay like friends, gay best friends, gay like drag queens, all like the LGBT uh, whatever the. That community, I know a lot of people of that spectrum, and um, usually when they say that vaginas are a little scary, usually it means that they are gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like the first thing that I heard. I I couldn't help but giggle because I've heard that before (laughs) with a lot of my gay friends. I remember Dan Savage saying something to that effect, too. Yeah. Oh, and Savage Love, I'm telling you, like, that's like... That is a uh, that is some gold right there. He gets right to it, and when and I love his frankness about some of the stuff. He just like gets right to it. He's like, okay, look, <laughs> yeah, this is what's up. But uh, yeah, I mean, first thing I heard was vaginas are scary, so yeah, might be a little gay, if not all the way gay. But you might have certain preferences in that spectrum. You might not be into, like, you know, say all gay folk. You might be into trans people. You might be into drag queens. You might be into, it's just finding your niche, you know? Yeah, I'm guessing this person must be really young. Yeah, it sounds like they are. Because, like, uh, the other thing that they said was um, they're childlike. And, I mean, maybe it's, like... Child yeah, like uh, wonder, you know, like mm-hmm. naivety and shit like that. But I mean, that's not that's not a deterrent for some people. Some people really like that. They love it. They find it refreshing. So like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shit on it. You know, like be you. But yeah. like, you know, I guess maybe like a little bit of the whole like, you know, actor age kind of thing. But, like, still, you know, keep to your, keep to how you are. Because, I mean, that's how, that's what makes you, you, and individual. And that's what people, will like, be drawn to, is just the fact that you're, you know, you're different. You're not like everybody else. Well, if you're, scared, if you're scared of vaginas, but you're turned on by the thought of being raped by an entire prison... <laughs> Well, may, yeah, maybe you are gay. That's, that's a very strong I immediately film. thought of Little Moss X's video, uh, Industry Baby, 
because that video is him in the fucking, he's owning that jail. And if I was, if I was that guy, I probably would want to be in that jail with not, little Nas X. They yeah. have a really mm-hmm. great fucking shower scene where it's like, you, there's no way in hell that all these people in this room aren't fucking naked. They're all naked doing this dance, but they got shit blurred out because, you know, you can't. Yeah. I want the unedited. I want the unedited video. Wait, sorry. Wait, what was this movie again? It's a. It's not a movie. It's a, a video. It's a Little Nas X's uh, oh, okay. industry baby, and uh, he's in a jail, and he just like he fucking he just owns it. He's like, yeah, and there's like a shower scene where they're all fucking naked dancing. It's almost like Christina Aguilera's Dirty, but like in a jail and all dudes. Oh, is he gay? Yeah, oh yeah, he came out. Yeah. I love him for it. He is just like owning it. He is owning every little bit of it. He's making people uncomfortable and I love it. Yeah, well, I mean, hip hop's classically been a pretty homophobic genre. Yeah, and this is the thing too. And I mean, I am not to sound super white here, but I have a lot of black, I have a fair amount of black friends. And, um, being gay in just the black community is a little bit hard it is hard yeah it like it doesn't matter if you're male or female like either way it's just not it's not really a thing so like him coming out the way he's been doing it i'm just like i'm all for it i'm just like yeah break these barriers down because like there shouldn't be any of that, really. Like, we should all just be, fi- like, fucking comfortable and be able to be comfortable in our own skin, regardless as to what label we got, you know? I haven't been keeping up with the, the recent hip-hop. Is he the guy whose, like, big first big hit song had a, kind of a country vibe to it? Yeah, that was uh, Old Town Road. Yeah. And then he did uh, Montero. Uh, Montero was the um, album with shit um call me is it call me by your name shit um i don't know the title i can't remember the title of this one right now but industry baby was the other single and like that video is just like i'm all for it i'm just like i have i like will watch that shower scene over and over and over again because you're just like dude like these guys like they're legit dancing around their dicks are swinging like you know they are because there's like they're literally like there's nothing on them they're just like you know blacked well not blacked out but like you know they got the little pixels all over their ding dong and (laughs) (laughs) and it's great like you can see that like you tell it's like yo like they like they really like 100, like 200% fucking did that video. Like everybody committed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, I think, uh, well, yeah, like I said, he's probably really young and he's probably afraid of what ha- the thing that happens when you come out of the closet where mm. basically you'll never be perceived as normal again and some people don't give a shit. But I think for other guys, people, it's definitely like a lot harder because I yeah. think there's like that like whole masculinity thing that comes to like it, it it surfaces like you know if you're gay and flaming or whatever you're not very you're not like 
technically a dude in some guy's eyes. And I was like, that's not fair. It's like, yeah. yes, we have, like, you know, all different volumes of, of gay, right? Like, you have your flaming gay, and you have your bears, and you have people that, like, honestly, you wouldn't even know. My Uncle Richard, he, like, he wouldn't even really know. But his partner, he definitely would. He was a drag queen. He was, like, he was great. <laughs> yeah, that's usually a giveaway, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, like, aside from that, it's like, you know, you really do have, like, all of these, like, different volumes of masculinity. And, like, once you, like, come out, you get looked at different, you know, especially as a man. As a woman, you don't really. Because yeah. it's, like, almost... I don't know. It's like almost like an unspoken rule. It's like we're all kind of a little bit gay, you know, like. Well, I mean, in porn, they've had, you know, lesbian scenes forever since the 80s. And I guess because men were turned on by it, it got a little more acceptance. I mean, now that I mean, that particular kind of lesbian, of course, not not the Mm. butch kind. That's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. It is a different story. But, uh, but yeah, there was no, there were no male and male scenes except in gay porn, so or she male porn sometimes. But uh, yeah, all right. So what's your first confession? Okay, so my first one, like I tried to click on the little more button, but there wasn't like I guess that there's it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. There was no no option there, but we get the gist of what the person saying with this so <clears throat> it's freaky anime porn i watch a lot of freaky porn but i mostly like anime porn where they rough up girls with monsters and fuck mach- fucking machines mm. yeah uh, f- fisting maybe fucking or fisting not sure um <laughs> raping them in every hole my favorite is when the and then that's where i can't click but i'm assuming that there's probably technical porn porn involved because that's usually where it is and the term for this is called hentai yeah i've heard of that yeah yeah and i remember seeing my first one when i was in high school and what was really cool (laughs) about it was that Rob Zombie sampled, like, the very beginning of this movie, and it was, uh, shit, the first title album that he did with White Zombie. And it was uh, the first song. And I remember watching this movie, I was like, fuck, that sounds super... Oh, my God, it's White Zombie. They sampled this fucking movie. And I just, like, was, like, I was into it. It didn't matter what happened in the movie. I, I Actually, what happened was, like, there was a lot of tentacle porn and a lot of schoolgirl uniforms, but tentacles yeah. were highly involved. And, uh, and yeah, like, that's the thing that got me into it. I never really watched one ever since then, like, but um, I get it. Cartoon porns, like, especially anime, like, they, like, they really... They do better than their actual porns because they have to, like, block everything out. Yeah, yeah. And cuteness is, like, the national religion in Japan. Oh, my God. Yeah, the more cute and innocent you are, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Well, there's this thing that – yeah, I was just thinking now of um, these ads that I come across whenever I view 
porn vi- live action porn mm. video. And for those the sec- video games. Yeah, and I always think, who the fuck plays these? Well, I think maybe I tried. This guy- I actually tried to like. I wanted to. I really wanted to see what these games were about, but it's like all credit card. You have to fucking put yeah, your credit card. Like you can't even get a free fucking trial without yes. your fucking credit card. And I always and think I was really it. disappointed. <laughs> it's always this weird hybrid person. So it's a human female, but with like bear ears. Oh, much. I've seen yeah. I've seen those. Oxtail, yeah. yeah. I actually found a meme where um <laughs> it's it's Shrek doing Fiona. Oh, <laughs> and it says yeah. like you won't last two seconds playing this game, right? <laughs> I wouldn't get aroused, but it's definitely fast. I, like, I, like I would I would play it and probably like piss myself laughing, but like Did you see the one where it's Homer and Marge Simpson having sex? Yeah, I've I seen I've seen so many variables, but like Family. the ones that I usually see are like they're more like 3D. It's almost like they're trying to be realistic. Like and, and I mean like kudos, it's like it, it's pretty good. But you can't fucking get a free trial for the life of you. Yeah, <laughs> how much do they charge for that? Well, I mean, they say it's free, but they want your credit card. So as soon as you fucking forget that you're, like, fucking doing a free trial, they'll fucking ding you. you, I'm sure of it. They're just like, oh, got your credit card. (laughs) Oh, you played, like, five five games way too many for a minute longer than you should (laughs) have. Yeah, totally. That's how they get you. All right. So my next one is kind of... uh consistent with the first one i did um so it goes i the headline is i'm married and i love a big cock up my ass so i am 27 oh, there's another gay guy yeah there's another gay, <laughs> gay guy, yeah possibly possibly gay we're not gonna I jump am, the so he says i am a 27 year old guy and i've been married for almost two years i am in love with my wife and cannot imagine my life without her however i have this dark side of me that i love being fucked and fingered I've been with guys and transsexuals before and during our marriage and the um, so O word. I don't know what that would be. I had during these oh, orgasms, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> took a second there. I had during the session a hundred times stronger than what I have with my wife. I'm not sure if I'm gay or not, but I do enjoy having sex with my wife so much. So I do not think I am gay. But in the same time, I love ass. I love anal sex. Also, when I am with her, I tend to be very controlling and dominant. But oh. when I am with those guys and girls, I tend oh, to be... Oh, he's a missing. bottom. Yeah, even sissy. I'm not sure oh. what I should do. Well, maybe he should talk to his wife about... Pay. Yeah, and you know what? They could probably arrange a threesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, he, he could make this go a little further, you know? Because, like, it sounds like there's an interesting dynamic there. Like, he does, like, he's bi, He's got to be, because yeah. he doesn't despise pussy. He doesn't think it's disgusting. Um, but he is, like, dominant towards the females. But, like, when he's in, when there's a, a male involved, he is submissive, which is an interesting thing. I personally think it's kind of interesting, because I think what it is, is, like, that dynamic of, like, men are stronger, Right. Yeah. 
you know, like they just have more testosterone. They're like, you know, they they like I don't know, like. Well, you're not I've, evaluated based on performance. That's the difference. No. Between men and women in the bedroom. I mean, women are evaluated on the way they look. That's true. True. But yeah. Wise, like you can be, you could be the shittiest lover in the world. Just lay there and wait for it to be. Like to be starfish. Over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Starfishing yeah. is sad. It's like really like. Are you enjoying this? <laughs> Blink once for yes and twice for yeah, no. Right. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, he could ask this woman that he's married to if um, <laughs> she's ever fantasized about doing a threesome to two guys on her. You know. Double yeah, because I mean, like. He might be open to like having somebody else do a dom role, yeah. And they both be submissive. Because it's kind of difficult to do threesomes without someone being bi, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, like it just depends, right? Like, I mean, um, I guess it like depends on your fluidity, fluidity sexually, like which is yeah, whether or not you're bi or pan or whatever the hell the new speakers because honestly there's so many words to catch up on and there's always a new thing but um i like i i personally like i'm into the person but like i'm also very aware of my energy and my height and my whatever like i don't like being dominant with my lady partners i like you know kind of like it being sort of like an equal ground, like where you're like, I don't know, it's like play fighting a bit, you know, like, yeah, it's fun, you know, but like when it comes to like when I'm like taller than somebody and like I feel like they're like more of a, like a a force, it's like it's a weird dynamic to deal with. Yeah, because you still like you still have that upper hand of height and stuff and height really fucks with you. It does like in terms of like. You know, taking somebody seriously. Like, I've had shorter guy partners, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> or like they're around the same like size as me, even. And I'm like, I can take you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's a big thing with women, the height. Yeah. Issue. And it's weird. Like, I don't think like really women, we discuss that so much. But I mean, like, I mean, I've been pretty open with my type of dudes. Like, I prefer a bigger guy because I like that. I like the the man to be, like, like more masculine, squishy. Well, not have to be squishy, but, like, bigger. And, like, you know, just, like, I like that. Because I like to feel smaller. Like, and it's not necessarily, like, a, you, you know, a physical thing. I like to his feel like a be, female. You want his hips to be bigger than yours? Yeah, <laughs> man, if you've, like, a girl riding a skinny dude, and this has happened in my past, I've, like, the first skinny dude I've ever, like, screwed around with, I got bruises on my, like, inner thighs from his fucking hip bones. Xylophone so rib cage and everything. It was weird. but then again like when you go to like the other extreme when you have like a bigger dude like sometimes when you're my like when you're my size it's almost like you're climbing a mountain like like i gotta yeah right you know throw myself onto you right but i don't mind it like i i really don't i have not like i have i am not superficial in that regard whatsoever like i don't really care 
I'm about the person. I like their personality. They're like, you know, we're clicking, you know, uh, like just hanging out with each other. That's cool. You know, other shit too. Like that's, I mean, when you make out with them or, you know, whatever, like that's working out good. You know, it doesn't really matter so much like the physical, like, stuff like superficials like it only works so far it really does like but uh back to these people um i think they really should have a threesome i think that would be fun for them they would actually they would have a ball and this uh this woman like i don't know like i i didn't get a whole lot of information on his wife but i feel and i'm making assumptions here that she's probably kind of open. Like, you just have to broach that subject a little bit. Like, maybe one way know. to do it is to like get her to watch gay male porn. So, yeah. You know, well, I mean, integrate, integrate. You know, like, I would say like gangbangs or orgies, something like that. You know, like you, you get like a group of stuff and then you start kind of like going into like the more niche stuff, you know, like, because then you have a variety of things to look at. You know, it's not just, like, straight gay porn. And, you know, because, I mean, you kind of... Sometimes you got to ease that into people. Um, I mean, I uh, I wrote off gay porn for so long until I got... Um, I got some pretty great jerk-off videos from my male friends. <laughs> yeah. and, and one of them where, like, one of my friends actually could suck his own dick. And I was like, whoa, okay. That woke up something in me, and then I just, like, was a totally different person (laughs) from that point on. (laughs) Like, sometimes you just, like, you just do need to, like, experience something new or see something new, and then you're like, oh, fuck, I like that, you know, because you're not going to know until you see it or do it or whatever. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I remember a guy saying he tried it and he didn't. He felt weird about it. Oh, sucking his own thing. Yeah. 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 There was that whole post I put on my group there that was like, he's like, oh, maybe that. Yeah. yeah, And he went into detail. He went into like so much. I I think it was a Reddit like that. (laughs) He's like, you know, on paper, it's. Yeah, it's cool, but like That's in reality, insane. you are sucking a dick. <laughs> well, but you, well, technically, you could you could classify that as asexuality. I mean, you're mm-hmm. getting yourself off. Um, but yeah, yeah it's true. But they usually they, aren't sexual. Well, I mean, sex sex is best enjoyed with a partner. It's about attraction. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess some people are attracted to themselves. They have a huge ego, you know. Oh man, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought about like if if we could like if if we had a twin or could clone ourselves, like I wonder, like I've I've I thought about it not long enough, honestly, to be like now that I I've I'm saying it, but I'm like, would I make out with myself? Like, I mean, I might do it for money, you know, like if the price was right. Twin cest, yeah. Right. Every, it's like, okay, so, like, out of all of that, twins are, like, literally the only exception. Yeah. How? How, though? Like, this is the thing that I I work with tons of dudes. I picked lots of dudes' brains on this. And I'm like, 
I want to know how you feel about twins. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, fantasy. how is this the only exception? Like, you're literally flesh and you're the same flesh and blood. Yeah, but it somehow doesn't count. That's the thing. They don't take into account the fact that it's, you know, it's incest. It is. It but so is. It's like there's no yeah. way around it, but it's like twins, though. Like, everybody just keeps remember, going back to that. Do you remember the Barbie twins of the 90s? No. Yeah, oh, wait. Yeah. I think I, I think do. I think they posed for Play Playboy. Um, but yeah, there were these two gorgeous female twins, and that was yeah. fantasy for a while, but it never occurred to any of these guys. They are sisters, sisters. family. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like so, like, this is the one, like, porn is such a weird realm. It's straightforward, but it's not, you know, like. Well, there's a lot of um, so-called incest porn, but of course, it's that's not. Yeah, there's role playing and stuff, right? But there's like, you know, like Stefan and that kind of. Oh yeah. Uh, Right. So my next one is uh, the title is "I Secretly Hate My Girlfriend." So there's some shit in here I'm not crazy about, but. So, right. I hate my girlfriend. She fat, tall as fuck, six one, has turned to a complete bitch. Blames me for everything. She has a son who sure to be uh, fat. I hate her son as well. Problem is, I live with her and I'm not trying to move back with my grandma at 23. My plan has been to save up and buy my own place, but I just lost my job. Now every day, this nagging, fat, stinking pussy bitch nags me about how I need to get a job. Yesterday, after weeks of app, app of appointments and interviews, I was offered a part-time job at Home Depot, and when I told this fat slut uh, the news, thinking she would get off my ass about not having a job, this fucking cunt started yelling at me, saying that a part-time job is not good enough, and that I need a full-time job so he, he, she can spend more time with her son, and so I can pay 75% of her house bills, her house, not. Uh, I don't know what the rest of that sentence is. Uh, fuck this bitch. She leave. She leaves to go to Florida in a week. For a week, I'ma just wait to dump her. Then ew, never again will I date a girl with kids. They're way too crazy. Well, <laughs> I've had experience. Oh I've had experience dating a woman with kids, and I don't recommend it. And I yeah. know that that's kind of upsetting for women, single mothers. I mean, yes and no. Like I like I understand it. You know? Yeah. I do. Well, well it's it's hard to put a kid first when it's not your kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we can't we have to call off our vacation to the Bahamas cuz little Timmy fell off the mic, the monkey bars and broke yeah. it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh Yeah, I mean, I honestly like I wouldn't call off my vacation cuz like my little fucking boy or girl whatever fell off wherever I'd be like here's the thing. like we're taking you here get you fucking in a cast and then whatever arrangements you had before you're following through like fuck it yeah. I am having my goddamn time well it's not like <laughs> it's not like it was gonna heal faster if you're still no there. <laughs> no like what's the point like you just carry yeah. on <laughs> and it's a blip in their fucking childhood literally a blip like yeah. How much of your childhood do you remember? 
<laughs> I remember a fair amount, but like honestly, like as you get into like almost forty, like other shit, you know, it might it might resurface here and there, but you're not gonna fucking remember fucking that one time you're fucking you know, you fell off the monkey bars and your fucking mom is gone for one week. One week is nothing. Yeah, and when, well, I mean, we didn't grow up as part of that generation that had the helicopter parents as they. Oh called. yeah, true. Yeah. I didn't have play dates. I just went out and went played. Yeah, with me too. Friends. Yeah, there was no. It wasn't scheduled and. No, it's like you went like, out on your bike and like went and did whatever yeah. the fuck you wanted, right? Like, just come back for you know lunch and whatever. You know what time? Yeah, to lunch and Yeah. Or, like, you happened to be at your fucking friend's house, and they were doing lunch, so you just eat there. Yeah. And then you'd let, you know, you'd let your fucking mom know that you got fed over there, you know? And then, you know, whenever whenever those kids were over, she'd feed, you know, like, it, it worked out. You know, like, yeah. I remember having fucking Katie and Weenies at my fucking friend Stephanie's house, like, all the time. And I loved it, because I never got it at home. <laughs> oh yeah, like old craft dinner and uh, with with like pieces with of wiener. Hot dogs, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, good. Your parents felt like uh, you deserved better. Or... I don't think it was like that. It was <laughs> like I don't know. Like they, my mom was working like part time, and at the t- like at the time when I was like little, she she was like kind of like going through like a um, what is it? AA, whatever. And dad was working military, so, like, I was unattended, like, a fair amount, but, like, I never really, like, I was a good kid. I never did anything bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, aside from, like, kissing boys and stuff at a really young age. <laughs> well, <laughs> that happened, but, like... <laughs> you were never but brought- other than that i was always on my bike always like in the woods and shit it was all about that climbing trees and all that so yeah but well, yeah we, what was what were we talking oh yeah the like the chick so this guy is kind of a piece of shit and i'm gonna just say it because like but i get it i get you know, he's done with the situation. He's only fucking 23. Just, just you wait. Yeah. yeah, just you wait. Like, first of all, like, I'm, like, I'm going on, like, almost 40. And, like, I've had to come back to, you know, situations where I didn't really care to. But it's what I had to do. And, you know... It's shitty that your only other option is your grandmother's house, but it's your only other option. You can go live on the fucking street or live with your grandma or deal with this person. But, like, deal with them as if you're, you give a shit. You know, don't be there if you don't give a shit. You know, you have other places to be. why waste their time too why like be a fucking burden on their back you think like they're a burden on your back you're in their space now you know like that's what that's the reality you are in their space you only just got a fucking part-time job you're probably eating them out of house and home and you don't know how much fucking power bills are the internet all of that fucking shit hot water you know rent 
And you're just fucking sitting there, you know, bitching about this, like, you call her, what, fat cunt, whatever? Like, ow. Like, come on now. You're in their space. And his misery (laughs) is is just going to lead to him taking it out on them. And then it's just a vicious circle. Yeah. I mean, really, just get out. Just get out. Like, do it. Like, if you need to make yourself better, go make yourself better. Don't involve anybody else. No, no. You know, like don't don't make it their problem either. You know, because it's your problem. You're the issue. You have problems. You deal with them. You don't make other people fucking hold your hand. <laughs> yeah, right. <Fuck> that. <laughs> yeah, blended families are hard to. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you're coming into like he's young, coming into like a single mom atmosphere, doesn't know how the shit works. You know, like the kid does come first. Because, I mean, that's, like, she made the kid, you know? Like, that's her priority. And, like, I mean, if you didn't know what you were coming into, okay, fine. But if you did know what you were coming into with a kid, like, what all all that, like, you knew what you were going into. So, like, why why is it an issue now? You know, like... Your responsibilities are as such when you have a child in there. A child is a different dynamic. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, you have a little one, a little thing that doesn't quite know how the world works yet. You have to, like, guide that thing. And if you're not going to fucking help, get out, get out, go. Because yeah. you're just going to fuck the kid up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fuck children up. These are the people that are going to wipe our asses later. <laughs> yeah, let the mother screw the kid up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your next uh, confession? All right, mine is the evolution of how teachers dress. And I think mine kind of, oh, no, it's a little bit long. Um, I began teaching in 89 and plan on retiring next year. When I first began teaching, our school system didn't have a written dress code I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but the public college I attended stressed for all graduates to dress professional out in the world because we are now professionals. No one had to tell no one had to tell the male teachers to wear a necktie and sports coat or a sweater with a turtleneck and dress pants. They just did it. Also, men came to work clean-shaven, or with neatly groomed facial hair. The females would wear professional dresses or a knee-length skirt with nylons and heels. Some females would wear a blouse with dress pants. Starting five or six years ago, I noticed a decline in professional attire. The younger faculty began wearing... uh, Oh, sorry. I read that one starting five or six years ago i noticed a a decline in professional attire that the younger faculty began wearing i have witnessed faculty wearing pajamas or leggings paired with an old wrinkled t-shirt on a daily basis i also noticed a style or the style was to wear old and dirty croc shoes or worn out flip-flops Men now have ungroomed beards and were coming to work looking like they've been on a weekend binge and wait, uh, been, hang on. I had to like, 
I have to find where I lost it because I had like two screenshots here. Um, they've been on a weekend binge and woke up under a bridge. I won't even go there with the sleeve tattoos or face piercings. Okay. This caused our school board to enact an official dress code policy or for faculty. During in-service, everyone had to sit through a three-hour training with acceptable and not acceptable photos. I also couldn't believe the 31 people walked out and quit afterward. At our next staff meeting, we were during, we were during, oh, I I think that's a, a misspell there. Um, at our next meeting, um, we were doing out processing. The main reason for leaving, I didn't go to college to have someone else tell me how to look or what to wear. Oh, okay. So I have so many things about this. This is why I'm a tattoo artist. I guess your I guess ear gouges are not allowed either. I suppose. Oh fuck no! Like, and if you're gonna fucking do that, you may as like you gotta have something pretty in there, something that doesn't look like fucking like, you know, you can see through your ears. You know, you gotta fucking plug that shit up. But yeah. it's funny that this person they're about to retire, which is thank God for them. I am happy that they're about to retire because, like, things are changing. Things are changing. And people want to be themselves for fuck's sakes. If we want to be put into a fucking little shoebox, we'll join the military. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's how it is. Like, we're kind of fed up. We don't have much in this fucking life, you know? We really don't. Well, I, remember, <laughs> I remember when I was at school sometimes, they would have, like, casual Fridays where the teachers would wear, like, jeans and shit. Mm. That was... I remember that really yes. stupid. I mean, it's... Honestly, it should be casual all the time. But, I mean, like, I, he has a point with the flip-flops and the Crocs. I will agree with him there. Because, yeah. I mean, like, come on now, like... You are a teacher. You should set somewhat of an example, but like do it in a classy way. Like and classy can mean all kinds of things. Just be put like put together. You know? Just like be put together. Show yeah. the people that you can get up in the fucking morning. You give a damn about them enough to look presentable and have the fucking energy to deal with them. You know, I don't know if it was anything something you encountered, but I as I look back, some of my teachers were fucking crazy. Like, I know. I had teachers who would just seem certifiably insane, and mm-hmm. dressing formally didn't would didn't seem to make much of an effect mm. if you're if you're off your rocker. That, my art that, teacher, mm. Mr. Draypack, he made jokes about his socks and sandals, and I loved it. He was like, he actually he insinuated. That he was kinky. And he was like, you wouldn't guess it with my socks and my sandals. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you, man. Like, that was my art teacher. So, like, yeah, he, already, te- he already won, right? Like, he already won because he's my art teacher. But then he went and said that, and he won for life. I will never forget it. 
Mr. Draypeg. He was he's fucking great. And Miss Sadaway, there was rumors about her. She was kind of a little bit of a hippie. And people used to say that she did acid and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. all of my teachers, like, they were, like, dressed up in suits or a tie. Like, there was some of my teachers that are just wearing, like, a fucking polo shirt and jeans most of the time. You know, or a T-shirt oh. tucked into their jeans. You know, like, it wasn't necessarily dress pants all the time. But I do remember casual Fridays. Um, not, like, in high school, though. Like, that was later, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I, mean, I get what this person is saying. It's, like, I I firmly believe that people should put some effort into their appearance, especially if they are going to be a teacher. Because a teacher is someone that people look up to. And you don't know what like how much they look up to you you know they could be like you know it could be an all-encompassing thing where it's like everything they say resonates they like they're so well put together they seem to have their life together you know they're an inspiration and that's sort of the role that a teacher has right and if they don't realize that if they don't at least think about that every time they get up and put themselves together like I don't know, like, I I feel like, I, I maybe I'm a bit old school in that regard, but, like, you have to, in order for people to take you seriously, you can't look like a fucking ditch pig or, yeah, like, a fucking a troll from under the bridge. Yeah, you can't have your gouges. You have to, like, there's presentation, always. It's like doing a fucking, like, standing up in front of the class with your fucking... Whatever it is on the computer, what is that like? Yeah, you, hot so point or whatever shit. Like as a tattoo artist, you can pretty much look any way you want. Oh yeah, yeah. like we're allowed. Like it's one of those things. It's like the skinny chef's uh, the skinny chef theory. You know, like you wouldn't trust a skinny chef, right. so you wouldn't trust a fucking tattoo artist that has like no tattoos. So yeah, we can like. Odd, yeah. You know, like, but I always make an effort to at least put myself together enough so that I don't look like fucking trash or I don't look like I, like, didn't have enough sleep like I always do. (laughs) I usually don't have enough sleep, ever, because I'm a night owl and my fucking schedule sucks. But aside from that, like, this guy has a point, I feel, like, he's... He's got a point, but he's a little old school, and I'm glad he's retiring because things are changing. Like, I've seen, a, like, people working retail with their tattoos exposed, like H&M and shit like that. Like, places yeah. that are, like, you know, they're they're higher priced, and it's, like, things are changing, and we need to accept that. And it's a good thing. Well, what like, I thought was absurd was um, I worked at A&W very briefly. And uh, they don't allow their male employees to have facial hair. That's dumb. Why should they give a sh- what, what difference would it make? I mean, okay, so like Tim Hortons and all these other places can fucking do it, but like, what the fuck, A and W? Why? Because the guy in the commercial you, didn't have a beard. You're not an oil field job. Like, if you're gonna fucking do that shit, you you better pay those prices. You better fucking, yeah, like. 
dude, like, I would be fighting that. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I look better with facial hair. And, like, this food is bomb, but, like, that role is bullshit. That is bullshit. You're going to pay the minimum wage? Yeah. Don't let them grow a fucking mustache, too? Yeah, like, you should, honestly, it's the fucking little things in life. The little things. Like, Like, honestly, these little, like, what we do, what, like, oh, I mean, not necessarily tattoo artists, I guess, like, because we're always kind of held up there as, like, a rock star type, but honestly, it's not like that. It's not, it is not the rock star kind of life. People, like, love to, like, be like, ah, yeah, the coolest job. Yeah, it's great until you have to deal with, like, people that don't listen to you, people that don't tip you. For something that they're going to take to the goddamn grave. Like, you're taking it with you till you... Like, it's... Once I put that on you, that is there till you die. Till you die. And if they and get an infection... Your hairdresser, you're going to tip your fucking pizza man. But you won't tip me for, like, doing a fucking wicked job on that shit. Like, making sure it. that it's nice and clean. Anyway... If you get an infection, it's usually their fault, right? Oh, man. There's so many people I've heard. Okay, in 20 years, I've heard so many things. And, like, one of the one of the best things, and, like, I was so happy to do this. Like, this happened in my first uh, four years, we'll say, around that. Like, three to four years, this one person came in there like, yeah, my friend told me to, like, use water to moisturize. I'm like, is your friend a tattoo artist? They're like, no. I'm like... Dude, like, I told you what to use, and now I'm doing a fucking free touch-up on you because you didn't tell me until just now. Like, you did not listen. <laughs> so they kind of ran a little bit, or? Oh, no, it just faded. It, like, oh. honestly, like, they just didn't, they didn't moisturize when they should have. Like, honestly, there's, like, a, it's, like, a margin, right? Like, when you first get a tattoo, you want to have a barrier. You want to get that. You don't want to moisturize too soon because you're just going to hold it open and it's going to take forever to heal. So, the first 24 to 48 hours, you're just washing in the morning, washing it at night, and making sure that nothing gets on that. And if something gets on that, you wash it and just leave it. And um, eventually you'll feel like a bit of like a layer start to kind of build on top. And it's it's basically like a little bit of a rough like scab kind of thing. But like it's never usually too harsh, just depending on how heavy the work is. But you get that and then that's all your healing is the top layer. And then from there, your body starts to heal the other layers, right? Um, but people, sometimes they just, like, slap on the stuff and, or, like, they have they have cats, dogs and stuff. They don't change their sheets. They don't fucking, like, they just don't think about the things. It's like, oh, that's dirty. I should clean that. Like, and I, I mean, it does, it like, by all rights, I'm not shitting on that. It does take a minute to get it. Because I've forgotten about some things in my time. And I've been doing it for, like, uh, you know, 20 years. And, like, I, I say around my 15th year, 
I like I had done I had gone in the back of my calf done in the middle of winter and I totally forgot about fucking boots and clothes and all of that like because I don't have anything on my legs I have nothing on my legs usually like I mean like got a couple tattoos but the one on my calf like the fucking boot would always rub against it but um, anyway what was it like uh, to do your very first tattoo was it is that nerve-wracking when I did my first tattoo, it was on my mentor, and I was a little bit, like, I was a little nervous, but it was the um, Chinese symbol for the Year of the Ox, oh, and yeah. I did it with an eight-round shader, and he, like, just, like, he pumped me up about it, because, like, I just knew, like, and I had this, like, um, one of the other people that I look up to um he's actually now he's passed away um but he said he's like you tattoo intuitively and like i like as soon as he got that i as soon as i heard that i i got it because like that the first time i just like did it i didn't like i didn't overthink things i just went and did it yeah that's and yeah and i just it turned out so good like it's I don't know if it's still on him to this day. He, like, he married some girl that, like, doesn't want him to talk to other females. And, like, I'm just like, dude, I'm your fucking student. Like, this is not, like, I should honestly be an exception. That's not right. I'm not cool with it. And, like, I actually, (laughs) I've seen him a couple times. Because we were in Edmonton together, like, haphazardly. And uh, I ended up at the same tattoo convention. I saw him there. So I, like, hung out. I made it deliberate. I, like, I wanted to make him uncomfortable. Because, like, I was like, we had history. (laughs) We had history. And this is not fair to me. (laughs) Like, how can you just be like, okay, no, like, fuck you. My, like you know, my little apprentice, like, fuck you, that's fine, like, I don't want to talk to you ever again, (laughs) like, no, I'm not okay with that, (laughs) yeah, of course, like, I have, I have words to say about it, and you're gonna hear them, (laughs) like, so, yeah, anyway, that all being said, we have a lot of freedom now, and this guy who's, like, stuck in 1989, like, I get it. The good old days were all prim and proper, but things change. Just like I agree, don't accept the fucking Crocs and flip flops. That's bullshit. Depends on the profession. Like I don't want to be treated by a doctor as wearing a Ramones T-shirt. If he wears it in spare time, that's fine. There's something about the formal wear that's. <laughs> I do like the lab coat. Because <laughs> your yeah, your health is a very serious matter. Same thing with with law. You know, you would not your. You wouldn't want your lawyer to wear that kind of shit when they're yeah, dealing with them, you know? Yeah, it's true. I actually, like, I'm dealing with a lawyer at the moment, and he's pretty cool. Like, he actually reminds me of one of my other friends. He looks almost exactly like him, but, like, more, like, he's, like, he's casually put together. And yeah. he was wearing, like, all-stars, which I was, like, I was, like, dude, I love your kicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nice. You know, like he just felt like a friend to me, though. Like I like that a little but in bit. The like courtroom, he wouldn't wear those in the courtroom, though. No, I, I know, but I mean, luckily with COVID, we can just call 
Yeah, we don't have to put clothes on most of the time. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's hear yours. Yeah, my next one's fairly lengthy, and the title is "I Worked as a Glory Hole Girl." Oh yes, so I was I excited to, about this one. So I used to work at a glory hole. I was studying in London. It was like our first Canadian person that we've ever done. I was studying in London. I had uh, no money. My stint as a librarian had come to an abrupt end when I quit out of sheer boredom. Uh, Scanning job listings, I happened upon a vague advert offering opportunities at a glory hole, a word I'd never seen before. (laughs) Sent an email, I'd had a glass of wine, and to my surprise, found myself meeting with the uh, quote-unquote maid, an older lady who couldn't pronounce her R's and had clearly seen it all, so I guess she's talking about the madam. Um, (laughs) She was polite and surprisingly formal, though endearingly frank when describing the mechanics of what was expected of a glory hole employee. I'd expected, wanted her to say, you're far too respectable to be doing something like this and send me home. But instead, she advised me to work in my underwear because of the fluids and asked if I could start on Thursday evening. And that's how I, a nice girl from Canada, wound up sucking dick for money in a North London flat. That first day, I worked six hours, gave five blowjobs, and went home with 150 pounds, a chunk of which I splurged on a sushi comfort binge. My jaw ached, (laughs) and even the wasabi couldn't mask the taste of sperm. Oh, my God. Uh, And so every Thursday night for three months, I'd make my excuses and head to an anonymous flat in North London to fillet strangers. It sounds from- like the UK because she said pounds, right? Yeah, hundred. I don't know what that is in Canadian dollars, but uh, well, maybe she's like, yeah, maybe she's a Brit here. It could be like it, over two hundred Canadian dollars. I know that the pounds worth more than the dollar. Man, that's uh, like real cheap. Oh yeah, everything Sorry. according to a set routine. The maid answered the door, collected the money, and walked the guy up to the top of the stairs. On the landing, there stood a door with a hole in it. The guy put his dick through, and I'd suck him till he came. I developed a routine, locking the door and taking off my top whenever the doorbell rang, spitting on the cock to get it wet, stroking it till it got hard, sucking it till my mouth filled with sperm, and spitting the cock or no, spitting the cum into the wash basin in the corner. At least this was the theory. By the way, what? What's the point of censoring these words if half the, the shit on I know. <laughs> I think that's them? something that the site does. I guess so, yeah. Uh, I would some assume. Guys, some guys couldn't come. Some couldn't even get hard. Others would explode in moments. Occasionally, guys would stand at the door for a minute or two afterwards, and I'd watch their dick shrivel away before they put their <laughs> pants back on. A surprising number of guys preferred to come outside the hole spraying their mess against the door after each appointment after each appointment the maid would scrub the door and landing with bleach (laughs) which explained the sickly stench of cleanliness that hung in the air though i'd work alone occasionally my shift would cross over with another girls i became friendly with two other employees a larger girl (laughs) as the british euphemistically put it she's making friends oh yeah (laughs) She said, who ended every sentence with a giggle and a pretty little thing from the provinces who was earning rave reviews online. Oh, man. She was about to quit every time I saw her. Uh, Anyway, anyway, three months in and it was clear the venture was in trouble. 
Girls were quitting and I was working more shifts, but seeing fewer and fewer guys. Despite her best efforts, the maid couldn't get the place running efficiently. Guys would book and never show or turn up without booking. And so I returned to straight society. I'd paid off my debts and got out before I caught something. And that's my confession. Oh, Mm. well, it's good that they did that. But also, like, I, it's funny, like, she described people that are, like, in every goddamn workforce. Like, 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 these are, like, these are prototypes for, like, customer service, for, like, fucking all these things. Like, they're, like, the exact same people. It's so good. The late, the older lady who's seen it all, that kind of. Yeah, and then, like, the one that's about to quit every day. Yeah, uh, fucking quit. Like I know I've I've fucking worked with these people throughout my fucking like ten to twenty years of working life. Like I've worked with these people. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. First of all, she's kind of lowballing. Um, I guess like it doesn't matter anymore because they can't keep the the place going. But um, that was a really cheap price. Yeah, like, I guess so, yeah. Because, I mean, if you do the math, it's like, that's only, like, she's got this much money that she's taking home after an average of five people. Well, she, if she got, well, 150 pounds, so that's, that's, um, I don't know, what, 30 pounds each, or I don't know what the fucking math is. I have no idea. Math was not my subject. I am not a good math person. And, like, transla- <laughs> translating, doing the whole thing, like, from pounds to dollars. Oh, forget it, yeah. Yeah, forget that. But, um, but I, was- I mean, I know, like, that sounds, actually, I would say, I'm going to wager it's probably close to 300, and in which case it is still not enough. I'd say 100 per. 100 per, you don't know where these people have been. You get your health to worry about here. Like, and you're just, like, fucking, there's, like, I'm I'm guessing it's Raw Dog. Yeah. You know, because well, she I, says she's spitting it out. Yeah, sounds like it. So, yeah, and, um, yeah, as I always thought, you know, the only way a woman would work a glory hole is if uh, she were being paid. Whereas yeah, that. and I'm saying, like, paid. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't know who's on the other side of that door. You're just seeing it, like, you're just... You know, suck it away, <laughs> for yeah, lack gay, of a better term. Yeah, gay men are very lucky in that regard. They can find there's a, their glory holes are free. Uh, yeah. Whether, whether they want to service or get serviced, it's uh, it's yes, yeah, free of charge, I guess. What you need, like what I would suggest, is like take your worst case scenario and apply that to every single goddamn person that walks in there. Cause you're going to fucking get intimate with that. So worst case scenario, what's your minimum on your worst case scenario? How little are you willing to get paid to like do that to, to like suck Somebody is wiener through a hole. <laughs> you don't know what they look like. You don't know their name. You know what I mean? Like, how much are you willing to get paid for that? Like, and this is like, you gotta like think about what is on the other side. Who are you? Who are you doing? And also, how clean are they? Yeah, she shouldn't have been uh, doing Ugh. it. 
so uh, many questions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh God, like. Well, I guess it gets mechanical after a while, so you. Yeah. 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 It's just manual labor, you know. Maybe she's got like hand sanitizer, like special whatever sanitizer there that she can just use, or whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. like. Because, I mean, like, there's got to be some dudes coming straight off of work. You oh, know, sure. like, they don't give a fuck. Like, they really don't. And who knows? Maybe they drive trucks, so they're, like, fucking going for three days. Like <laughs> Guys who don't uh, who don't shower on top of it. God damn. Like, that's, that's a total almost... thing. It's a thing. It could fucking, be a thing. Fucking crotch is a Petri dish. Whoa! <laughs> like you can see your past, present, and future in that dish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Shit glowing in the dark. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. So like, I'm sure you've seen like tons of movies, tons of like crime stuff where they're like shining the like black light over like rooms and stuff and they're like yeah like this guy fucking just all over here 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 there's blood here 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 like can you imagine does it really pick that up i i it does apparently because like bodily fluid has something in it that it does like actually like it does show up and i've seen it like um firsthand but I mean, also seen it in movies, right? Like, but it's like it's actually a true thing. Like, you can see, like, if it's fresh, if they didn't clean it, yeah, you know, like it's gonna be there. It'll show up. But if it's if it's encrusted, I guess it wouldn't show up so well. Yeah, like if it was like you know over and over and over again on a hotel sheet that they cleaned the way that they clean them, you're not gonna find fuck all. Either that, the whole sheet's gonna fucking light up. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like wow, it's almost in the dark. Shit. Right. All right. Okay. So, uh, what's your next confession? I am gonna go with the Dungeons and Dragons one. Oh wow. Um, I'm gonna have to like kind of cut this down a little bit just because it's really long. Actually, no, I think it'd be okay. Um. <clears throat> I know there's some guys at work that play Dungeons and Dragons weekly. They're just what the stereotype is. They wear clothes like their dads. They're awkward around women, and I doubt any of them have ever had sex. Actually, one is married to a girl that works there, but she's kind of fat and homely. Um, there's, their ages are probably mid-20s to maybe 40. Two are kind of dumpy. One is out and out and out fat and and two are ridiculously skinny one of them still has acne and i swear a couple of them don't be bathe often one of them (laughs) none of them are attractive at all i'm attractive i keep myself fit i wear very sexy clothes all the time it's just my thing but i've gotten so that i like to make sure they see me as often as re- it's reasonable for me to go by where they work i try to make a point of stopping for something bending over if i can stand near them i try to make sure we touch in some way i know they want or they watch me and i love it i'm 
I even gone to the ladies' room right after seeing them and felt that I wet. Now, I fantasize about going to one of their Dungeons & Dragons games dressed like one of their one of the sexy characters from the gothic or medieval or whatever you call it type girls in the movies Age. like that. <laughs> Obviously, this one is not part of our realm. <laughs> I guess you'd be the witch. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. I could be like a witch or an elf or something. I got my ears pointed. It's anyway. Um, and let them do anything they want to me. I asked that they tie me up blindfold. Hang on. Where is it? Blindfold. Fuck. Uh, God damn it. There it is. Okay. I'd ask that they tie me up, blindfold me if they want, and roll dice if they need to come up with things to do to me. (laughs) I just want their eyes on me, and I'd love to feel them all touching me all over my body. I'm masturbating to this fantasy a couple times a week. Aren't there, isn't there like a board game, like an erotic board game where you roll a die and then, uh, you pick up a card. Yeah, it's like a, a yeah, it's a sexy game between couples, but like yeah. can you imagine though like a nice 20-sided fucking dice though? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and you I, get your fucking dungeon leader to like make up the shit. He's yeah, like, right. I had this friend in my uh my mid 20s and he he hung out with a bunch of those dudes and the description you just mentioned was fucking to a T. Like, awkward dude, not just around girls, but around yeah, period. Just in uh, general. Yeah. yeah. One guy was in his early 20s. But I love said, that, though. His voice was still, endearing. This one guy, his voice was still kind of cracking like he was 13 Aww, years If yeah. I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. <laughs> well, if he had a girlfriend, she would have she totally dominated him. He, they would have been <laughs> pussy whipped, you know. But, yeah, that they do tend to end up with girls who are not that attractive because... Yeah, it's like the band geek thing, right? Like, I mean, I call it band geek for lack of a better term, but, like, remember in high school, like, you just knew, like, you know, like, you knew who the band geeks were because they were always making out, like. (laughs) Oh, you mean, like, the marching band kind of music? Like, not necessarily those. Like, I mean, we didn't really have a marching band, like, in in Sacramento, but, like, we had, like, a, we had band, we had music vocal, we had, like, you know, like singular kind of things like that but i remember like it was we we they might not even have been like they may not have been band geeks but we just kind of assumed i think and uh they would all just hang out near the music room but like they'd be coupled off every single one of them found fucking love and i was just like here i am like dating like dating a few people and you know just like you know, being a fucking hormonal teenager, like I want to love somebody, mm-hmm. and these motherfuckers like are making out in school all the time. <laughs> like, what, what did you play? I didn't play anything. Um, I was in uh, music vocal. Like, I didn't do. Oh. Uh, I used to. Okay, when I was a kid, from five until eleven, I played piano, but I never took that up in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried. I tried to redo it. Like, I tried to get back into it. But I wanted. I found out really quick. I wanted a social life. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, what? I have to like practice this many times a week 
what? <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I am very, like, actually very musically inclined. Um, I can play a lot of shit by ear. So I should have been in fucking band. I should have been. I probably could have, like, excelled and, you know, been in a better place than where I'm at now in terms of playing instruments. But I can still play instruments. Um, just not very well. <laughs> well, you have a good voice for, like, rock music. Oh, man, like, okay, so I've always said that I'm more of a backup singer, but I could probably Mick Jagger my way through life, you know, like, he's not the, he's not, like, a crazy, amazing singer, but he's emotional, and he's got charisma, and yeah. that's, that's what I've got. <laughs> Are you a fan of Hole? Yes, actually, Um, I mean, I was on the fence for a long time because I was really obsessed with Kurt Cobain. Yeah. When I was, like, younger. And actually, one of my movers, when I moved to, like, into Lower Sackville, looked almost fucking identical to him. And it fucking, it blew my mind. Like, this guy is just like, Jesus Christ, you look almost exactly like Kurt Cobain, and this is fucking me up. Because, like, he had just died not, like, maybe a, a year ago. Like, a year prior to that. And, um, and I was just starting to really, like, get obsessed with all this shit. And started having weird ass dreams and whatever. So like this guy shows up and I'm like, oh my fuck! Like I'm like basically shitting myself because I'm like, you're like a clone of fucking Kurt Cobain. And he's probably like, why the fuck is this girl staring at me? <laughs> yeah, you were too young. To <laughs> I was just like, like legit, just like I if I could have had stars in my eyes, I would have like. Because I was, like, mouth open, like, oh, my fuck. I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I loved I loved Nirvana a lot. But, I like, I started really loving Courtney Love, like, a little later on. Um, I could definitely kill a few of her songs because I feel like she's got the charisma, but not so much the, like, the talent, you know, like... She can hold a tune. Yeah. She's like, she she can do what her music calls for. Yes. You know? I can like singing Marilyn Manson's music. Ah, yeah. No, he's got a different, like, he's he's got some... Or... Some some different, like... I, 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 I do love him. Orgy? I loved Orgy. Yeah. Man, the song that they did with Korn on that, like, self-title album... I fucking love that one. That was one of my favorites. And, like, they, like, they did do a couple, like, an album or, like, a couple, like, an album and a couple singles or something like that after. And I had no idea they did that. But, um, found that on, on Spotify. But I loved them. Um, not as much as a lot of people. Do you remember, like, you remember Hip Parader? The magazine, right? Metal Edge and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, there was like some people would write in and they'd like, they like, I remember reading this one chick. She said, I have fantasies about Jay, the lead singer, da da da. And she like yeah. went into like a whole thing about her fantasy with him, right? And they have a song called Fantasy, I think. And uh, anyway, like, I was like, that was one of the things that stuck out. I remember reading that and I was just like, I still have that the album Candy Ass. Yeah, I really like. Yeah, that. that's the one. That's Candy Ass was good. It's wicked. 
Yeah, I can't I can't give that fucking shit up. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, so my next confession, well, my last, is the title is Freaky Stuff Does Happen. Well, duh. Anyway, um, so I used to work for Child Protective Services in a small city, state employee assigned with investigating and dealing with child abuse and neglect. And I saw some freaky crap. It is real. There is some moron on here that simply goes around calling posts fake and then labels them Karen which apparently means I called you that and I'm too stupid to debate anything. Examples of sick stuff I saw. A 14-year-old girl fucks her mom's boyfriend because she wasn't allowed to stay overnight with a friend on a weeknight. Uh, Kids spying on their parents and finding out they are swingers fucking a neighbor and then telling a teacher. Uh, Kids finding pictures of their mother and the family dog then telling a teacher. Uh, a 12-year-old runaway prostitute. Well, that's just sad. Uh, a 16-year-old yeah. girl throwing teen sex parties while her mother was at work. Well, that, I think that probably happens a lot these days. Yeah, I mean, you're 16, man. Like, <laughs> like I know I lost my virginity pretty quick. So, anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, our, yeah, well, our friend lost it when she was 12 years old next to a dumpster. <laughs> I don't, uh, know if, I don't know if yours was quite that low grade, but uh, no, no, it definitely wasn't. Um, she, I she like, I, I guess. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I guess sometimes, like, <laughs> a lot of girls say like their first time is really not romantic, and uh, it's true. That is probably the least romantic thing I've heard in a long time. Yeah, but we, not the first time I've heard about people getting fucked by a dumpster. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. So there were a couple I didn't uh, read oh, here. Yeah. And my personal favorite for number six is a father having as, as sex incest with his 15-year-old son. The father brought in a friend to make it a threesome. The son and friend fell in love and decided to date. When dad found out he was cut off, he went to the police and confessed everything. Wow, that's oh, wow. that's fucked up. That's uh. So this person was a social worker. Social worker, yeah, just all these fucked up things that they become. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy shit. I love the well, I love the girl getting revenge on her mom by fucking her boyfriend. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm sorry, but like <laughs> I love a good revenge story. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you get it. You go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot, a lot of teenage girls have trouble with their mothers, right? I noticed that. Yeah, well, it's a different, it's a, it's a dynamic that's like hard, you know, like a lot, like a lot of girls and their moms are a lot alike, you know, yeah. like there were a lot alike, and like this is, I guess, like probably where the daddy issue things comes in, because like, um, either some girls have a really good relationship with their dad, or they don't at all. Or there is no, and, there is no father around. Yeah, or there is no father around, and I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. Like I, I don't have any daddy, daddy issues whatsoever because my dad's like pretty fucking cool. Mom and I, we have our differences, but like we're cool too. Like it's just, it's a learning curve, you know, when it comes to people in terms like that. You know, like every, every girl is gonna have issues with their mom and every boy is gonna have issues with their dad 
It just depends on how well what they are <laughs> and how healthy or unhealthy they are. Because there's some unhealthy ones in this mix. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, I one of my ex-girlfriends, her mother went into her bedroom and like read her diary when she. My mom read my diary too. She did? Oh, oh, was there like 16. really? Was there really sensitive material in there too? Well, she found that I, I did acid yeah. for the first time. Oh man! That, and then she that, sent me away to like to this like this farm. It was like my babysitter when I was growing up when I was like five or so like we we found out she like lived pretty close by she's in a valley somewhere she's got a llama farm so mom found this out read my shit and she's like oh yeah like tough love you're gonna fucking spend a month out at your old babysitter's place and like i mean when she babysat me i was like eight tops Mm -hmm. like and here i am coming back out at 16 and helping shit out. It was a fun experience, though. I don't, like... I didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate it. Because, like, this dog that I knew growing up, when I was eight, like, every single time I went to that house, it would pee itself. Every time I went, like, this dog and I, like, we were best friends. We were, like, we are tight. And then I think I got to see it. Like, this dog in the last year like that it was around like it was really old right it's getting up there but i mean they're on a farm the dog has a good life so it's gonna live a fair amount of time right like i feel like they live longer if they they got like you know land and shit like that right so this dog didn't remember me at all though it's a little heartbreaking because it was way like it was so many years later I mean, it kind of did, but it wasn't like it didn't pee itself. Like, yeah, yeah. It did not so react the way it was. Like, so it decided to see it lost control of its bodily functions. Every single time that midnight would pee on the floor. <laughs> uh, I want to. I want to get a cat, but it's just like apparently it's wrong to buy to sell animals now. But what? The, the animals that are put up for adoption they're just they're fucked up they're yeah, just yeah don't get a piss fingers yeah piss fingers yeah <laughs> yeah it's like That's... senior cat he's 18 years old well, i don't want a duck cat for two years it's gonna we're get trying, sick. we're trying to get rid of our piss fingers yeah yeah <laughs> we've got a cat named harriet and like this cat oh my god she just like she just like gave up she gave up on trying with everything in life and like <sighs> she's got like she's got resting bitch face and she really doesn't do anything but sleep but she she can't seem to use the fucking bathroom properly she pisses like she gets in the cat box but pisses outside of it and the other day when i was vacuuming i found like shit underneath the the desk here that i'm sitting at <laughs> yeah like, i had a cat th- i had a cat that shit on the floor yeah and it's like what? yo like just not that bad. Like, I'm sure there's maybe one more cat in here that you probably don't approve of, but fucking get over it. Yeah. You're a cat. You're a my, fucking my last, cat. <laughs> well, my last cat shit on my mother's bed, so that was like... Yeah, that's a deal problem. breaker. You can't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know... Well, I think she may... 
I think she may have been like a feral breed. Maybe mm. they were completely domesticated. Like a Maine Coon, I think it was. Oh, Maine Coons are really cool. Like once you like if you get a domesticated Maine Coon, they're like dope. They're fucking sick. But I don't know how the hell you train a cat not to. You can't. Like you just gotta love the fucking shit out of that cat and acclimate it. You know, like you you gotta just be adamant and like you know like. Cats are fucking. They're a lot like people in terms of like they'll let you know what their pace is you know like what they're like into what they're not into like you'll know like they're usually pretty like pretty good about it that way like you can tell by behavior and shit like that but training a cat is kind of hard it's a lot of dedication yeah well i mean she was surrendered before we got her and I, oh that, yeah why that must have been the reason why i mean, surrendered <laughs> i like that word yeah that's a euphemism right we're trying to fucking surrender harriet <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants a piss fingers we got one and it's great i mean yeah. she's great but um you, you need to put cat boxes everywhere <laughs> yeah or put down some like cheesecloth all over the floor oh my god Okay, so, like, legit, like, I'm telling you one time, my mom has, like, she had this little, like, rag out for, like, um, her shoes, like, when she came in, because it's been raining a little bit here and there. So, she, like, has this rag, and it's literally, like, right across from the cat box, and the cat goes and pisses on the rag. Well, I'm sure the fucking thing is looking at the cat box. You know, like, like you legit are looking at the place you're supposed to go, but you're going to piss on this rag? What that's, the fuck? That's a statement. That, that was, yeah, it's like, I fucking hate all y'all. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe that cat's meant to be an outdoor cat, just like how the one we I thought was. about it. But then we're like, well, like somebody's going to eat her because she's right little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the falcon or something like that. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God. OK, you ever see that video of the kid getting swept up by an eagle? I'm not sure I saw that one. Oh, my God, this kid like I like he, he went for like a little bit like or like maybe it was a dog. I can't remember. It's there are eagles. I think it was a vine. But yeah, this kid like uh, this kid or dog got swept up, like scooped up, like for a second. And whoever's behind the camera, they're just fucking flipping. And it's like, oh my fuck. It's like, yeah, it's a big fucking predatory bird. <laughs> oh, yeah, they didn't. He like the bird lifted the kid off the. Yeah, it lifted for, it. For yeah. Time. Yeah, for a second there, it seemed like they were going to fly away with him, but he was too heavy. But, wow, yeah. That'd be crazy. But, yeah, if it had been a dog or a cat, that yeah, would have oh, gone. Done. Gone. Yeah. Fucking gone. Yeah. I don't know if there are owls in Nova Scotia or not. Yeah, there are, actually. I've been hearing them. Yeah. I've been hearing them. Like, they're, they, they're in and around my property. I haven't seen one. My mom saw one. Um, not that long ago on one of her walks, and I was, like, kind of jealous about it because I haven't seen them. I've heard them. I've heard lots of them, and they're, like, they've gotten pretty close to the property, but I just don't know exactly where they're at. Like, it's hard okay. to tell. That would be awesome. But you can hear them, like, oh, this is so great. <clears throat> and you can hear pheasants. 
like out here it's so awesome like the only shitty thing is relying on the fucking buses and thankfully because i'm such a fucking good driver that's gonna get rectified i can drive the fuck out of here soon couple months do the buses come once an hour um it's like you have a block of time in the morning and then it stops at like 8:15 is the last one in the morning. And the n- next one that starts up is 12:55. Oh shit, that sucks. That really yes. sucks. Does <laughs> there taxis or Ubers there? No, not yet. And that's something that like would actually make some money cuz there's like fucking there's no taxi service out where I'm at, but like in town there is in Halifax Dartmouth you can get taxis, um, but there's nothing in Tantal, and you gotta like pay them to come out here. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. wanna like get anywhere, if you're here, if you're going, <clears throat> sorry, if you're coming from town, then you just fucking pay them to take you to fucking Tantal, and it's like usually about fifty bucks, something like that. Closer to a hundred to get right to my door, but. Oh, I'm sure it would. Stupid. But anyways, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> well, I think we. Uh, well, we might as well. You might as well do your last one. Oh yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, so like this one, I just kind of picked because of the name. I don't even know what I'm about to read. <laughs> so it's a surprise for everyone. Okay. Uh, no panties trick used. Someone, hmm. not me, I am giving a warning, posts on Facebook and other social media pages, I am sure, a post that asks to name the color of the underwear you are currently wearing and the last food you ate, and it is supposed to be your porn name. That has been done millions of times, but the trick in this question and in this question quiz is that many, I would estimate about 30% of the girls would answer commando apples as an example. <laughs> so they are sharing the fact that they are not wearing under any underwear to the world. Now, many may not care, but many do not understand that now anyone knows that no... Anyone knows and can message them and go from there knowing that they are pantyless. It is amazing the percentage of girls and women that go around pantyless. I do not. I do not like the uncertainty of... I I just... I don't know. I feel more secure wearing underwear for some reason. Yeah, (laughs) I know what you mean. I wouldn't want to be without the loincloth either. Um, Yeah. So how does I've, it go again? The color of your underwear? What was the other part of it? It's uh, the color of your underwear and the last thing you ate. Last food you ate. Uh, black uh, tater tot. Mine That's- would be like, okay, so mine are like, they're like a lacy kind of like, hang on. They're like a lace gold and black kind of um leopard print so leopard beef stew <laughs> leopard beef stew 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of Leopard Stew, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> it's not a very good porn name. I would not rent that porn. Oh, no. <laughs> I am not sold. <laughs> but yours was what? Uh, it was a black tater tot, which is... You know... Not especially enticing. I almost feel like that would be a good Napoleon Dynamite, like, kind of... Like, yeah, yeah. Enough. <laughs> you could like you could swing it as like one of those, you know, like a uh what is it, like a playoff or whatever. I I don't know, there's a certain word for it. Yeah, I um the funniest porn name I ever heard of was Dick Rambone. Oh nice. Yeah, I like that. That's like yeah. that's he good. He wasn't born with that name, but uh uh, Peter North, that's not his real name either. No, it? no, they all have stage names, most of them. So when is um, he getting the key to the city when he comes oh back man, down? I hope he fucking does, because, like, mm-hmm. uh, man, like, this city is so fucking conservative. It's it's ridiculous. Like, we're just waiting for all the old people to die. Like, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, hate to be so blunt, but really, all of us people are waiting for, like, the old people that are in power to, like, go die because they're just holding the city up, like, in terms of growth and all that. We don't want to... We want to be able to see the harbor, and we don't want to, like... We want to be... Like, we don't want to ruin the skyline. It's like, fuck off, dude. Like, there's fucking condoms in that harbor. Like, you can't go swimming in there. You can't. You gotta get a fucking tetanus shot before and after. Yeah, I'm looking down at that water thinking, no, you can't swim there. No, that's a hard no. Like, you do not. Like, if somebody pushes you in there, you got to go to the hospital right away. Like, I'm telling you, like, that's not a good thing. Like, that harbor is bullshit. So why do you want to fucking look at the stinky harbor with condoms floating around in it? Like... Oh, like people, uh, like Halifax is weirdly conservative, but we're not like we're a bunch of fucking sluts. We all fuck each other. It's like, it's stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think the smaller the city, the the more oh, man. people are. Yeah, I like, pretty much fucked the whole city, I think. Like, and yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like what I heard about Saskatoon. Like they said, that's. It's so fucking cold there. Like the winter's so brutal. Most mostly people have sex, drink, and do drugs. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, um, when you get out to Alberta, when I was in Grand Prairie, like there is actually like a like an STD like warning there. Really? Like, yeah. Banff, yeah. Banff was like I think they had like an AIDS scare in Banff. Like yeah, huge epidemic of AIDS. Because one of the chicks I tattooed, she like I know really kind of pissed at this like honestly if you're a decent human being you're getting a tattoo you see our waiver and you're filling out all the like the things that says like i am a clean human being blah 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 blah, and you don't tell your artist that you have something wrong with you you are a first class asshole like yeah we have the form here but you need to call it to our attention so that we can give you instructions so that we can further protect ourselves. You know, like we're going to like 
act like everybody has something regardless. But, like, we're going to take extra precautions with people who actually do because hep C lives on fucking everything. You can't clean that off. And you do get blood on, you know, there is some blood spillage, right? Yeah, yeah. And luckily, like, once that blood gets exposed to, like, once it's oxygenated, like, there's very, like, very few things that can be transmitted. Like, hep C is still one. But um, aside from all of that, like, um, we still have to be fucking careful. Like, we can pinprick ourselves. You know, we can. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, like, it, we're dealing with sharp fucking objects. And there's spray back. You don't know it. You don't see it. But there is always spray back that happens with your machine. It could be really, really fine. And you don't see it as much. Or maybe you do see it. But there is always, like, spray back. It's like when you sneeze, when you fucking piss into something, there's a spray back. Like, it, yeah. there's a thing that happens. And, like, people don't get that. It happens with fucking everything. And they don't get how, like, fucking clean we gotta be. You know, like, how much we're risking stuff. If we don't wear fucking glasses, you can get a drop of that shit in your eyeball and get fucked. Damn. You know, like, it's fucking tricky. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Well, on that note, I think... uh, (laughs) On that dirty-ass note... (laughs) Ended with a public service announcement. Right. PSA, don't be a dirty asshole. And tell us when something's wrong with you, because... Tell everybody... (laughs) <laughs> don't, don't appreciate don't approach it like it's like you're getting one in jail they have regulations in real life oh man well that's like you. even in jail dude like you could fuck up the whole jail you well jail fuck they, up the whole jail i think jail tattoos tend to be kind of sloppy right well there yeah okay so <laughs> quick note on this i'm gonna try to keep it like semi-quick because we were just about to wrap up but like um, I've gotten to know a few people that have been doing, like, they've, they've done jail tattoos, they've excelled in it, and they're, like, really good. They've even, like, come out into the real world and done very well. Um, but it is a whole nother realm. It's a DIY realm. You have to, like, you have to make everything. You have to be on a time crunch because, like, once a warden comes around, you got to put everything away. You got to fucking, like, there's so much shit. It's a different, like, um, I don't feel it's recognized as a thing with the tattoo community, but I really feel it should be because it's, like, we don't ever have to think about this stuff. Like, the people, we we all, everybody that works in shops, we have the luxury of pre-made needles. We have the luxury of pre-made inks. We have the luxury of a pre-made machine. We have the luxury of, like, all of these things. Krista pays for all that stuff, too. Well, yes. I mean, we end up paying for it. Like, because, honestly, yeah. like, the, the end goal, you must own your own gear. I've paid off all my shit, so... Oh, um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Like, I actually had to get a new machine recent, well, a year ago. 
That's like a thousand uh, isn't it, or something? This one was uh, about 300. Like, it can oh. be upwards to a thousand. Um, a Cuban Sidewinder can go for a thousand, and they're fucking bomb. I have, like, two tattoos that were done with that motherfucker, and... Like, legit, like, once full color doesn't really need a touch-up. Like, two spots. Like, it's fucking mint, and it's on my finger. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's a killer machine. But, like, people don't fucking, they take what we do, and they fucking, they they think it's, like, so easy. But, uh, like, there's so many different realms. Like, the, the gel tattoos, they have to make their own ink. They burn fucking, like, butter or cream or milk or whatever they make ashes and they use that and they fucking figure out something that's sharp and they like rig that up with a pen thing and like you know it's like all fucking jury rigged shit and you gotta know what you're doing like you gotta know because yeah. like you're gonna go different depths so it's gonna fuck up like it's a, it's a whole another realm so like i've always said like to whomever will listen (laughs) is that the jail stuff like i know everybody fucking shits on jail tattoos but like you have no idea what that motherfucker did to get that tattoo like he traded in like five smokes and he had like a friend on watch so that he could get fucking this shit like laid out and then they hit everything and then, like, fucking, you know, he got it finished up maybe a few hours later. You know, like, fuck. Like, it's like. Yeah, the you, dude hang out by the bars, like, sticking the little mirror out to make Yeah, sure. right? Like, it's legit like that. Like, it was, like, no joke. No joke. So, I have a I have a different respect for it. I highly respect that. But um, it's a different. It's tattooing, but it's a different kind of tattooing. And one, another body modification thing I was curious about. Uh, yeah. Our listeners are not aware that you have a bifurcated tongue. Yes. How I do, love my bifurcated tongue. Now, was that painful as hell? How do they do that? So, um, I, I'm not sure if I should go into detail, really. Maybe I'll just not mention names, just <laughs> for the fact. Because, like, it does get into legal issues, right? Like, this is, it is a legality thing. Because, like, um, you're not actually supposed to freeze or do certain things um, because of the doctor's association, things like that, right? Like, in order to administer anything, sir, like, with the, within a syringe, you do have to become a nurse. So, um some people don't have that training, but they do, you know, like they don't have the certificate that says that, you know, they are a nurse, but um, they sure can fucking apply it. Um, that was my case. I got frozen um, and uh, it was only a few stitches because I did have my tongue pierced before, but I and I had it like sized up. I think I got to about a eight gauge, six gauge. It like your your tongue stretches really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I bit into one of my teeth for the last time and broke it, um, and paid three hundred dollars to fucking fix the tooth, I was like, all right, no more tongue ring. And then I decided to get my tongue forked, and I can move both sides, 
Um, I had to get it maintenance because it does regrow a little bit. Um, you, uh, it's, it's, it's inside your mouth. So, um, that tends to heal really fast. And if you're not like actively working both sides and like really stretching, and you know, doing, doing your due diligence, then you're going to have a little bit more regrowth than say other people. Does it so, affect the um, way you eat? I, it affects the way I talk, um, yeah. the way I eat. Yes. Um, I remember like eating ice cream for the first time and I'm like, fuck, I feel like I'm like, this isn't fair. <laughs> Cause I got the space in between my tongue and I'm not getting like, I'm not really getting much ice cream. Not like I used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was, it's, Still, like honestly, it's the best decision I've ever made because um, dental work is really costly. Um, getting your tongue forked is only 500 bucks plus tax. Maybe a little bit more now that it's like after COVID. Say 600, we'll say. And then you have maintenance fees after, which I would wait like a good solid year or two. Um, and be mentally prepared for that because it sucks worse than the first time. I felt like I got a fucking, I, I felt like I got hit by a truck, like, in in the face, sort of, like, it was just, like, wow, like, everything, I couldn't believe how much shit felt like it was throbbing, and, like, yeah. um, I mean, if I had just taken some, like, Tylenol 3s, you know, preemptive strike type shit, I think things would have been different but like the first time I got it done I was running high on adrenaline I was like oh my god it's done and like I kept looking at it in the mirror and things and like basically it took a week for this shit to heal and throughout that week all of my stitches started falling out till I had two left and I just cut them out myself which I don't recommend I do not do yeah. as I say not as I do <laughs> But yeah, highly recommend. It is a really good, it's a really good idea. It does take some getting used to because like you have two tongues now and you're going to probably salivate a little bit more. Oh, and the coolest part, and no one told me this, but I like I found it out later. Um, when you get your tongue split, um, you regrow taste buds. You get, you get brand new ones. That's so why you taste food more vividly now. Oh my god! And like so, the first time when they like when I found out they grew back, like I was eating everything. Mm. Like I was in danger of putting on some major fucking pounds because everything tasted so fucking good. Because I'm a smoker, I've been smoking yeah. most of my life. And you really noticed, like, oh, my God, like, why does this taste so fucking good? It's only craft dinner. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for real, like, I'm telling you, best decision, best money I ever put on myself. Like, I thought about getting my tits done, and I'm like, no, nah, you know, I like, my tongue's good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's 10 grand, though, for your tits. Like, fuck, like, that. who is 10 Yeah, grand? that's a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, the bifurcated tongue, highly recommend. Five stars. Do it if you got the money. If you don't have the money, save up because it's going to save you a shit ton of dental shit if you got a tongue ring. You're going to save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it would. 
All right. Well, on that note, thanks for joining me again, again my dear, this week. Oh, it's always a pleasure. It always is, yes. <laughs> Likewise. Oh, we're doing the like podcast this Saturday, aren't we? Yes, Papo. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. I'm excited. Yep. Remember to fill out your questionnaire. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I got like five movies to... Yeah. Yeah, I got to figure that one out. All right. Well, you have yourself a good evening. You too. Yes. All right. Take care. Okay. Good night. Uh, Good night.